and the brave new world begins. When all men are paid for existing, and no man must pay for his sins, as surely as water will wet us, as surely as fire will burn, the gods of the copybook headings with terror and slaughter return. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us again for another episode of the Copybook Headings podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, this podcast is inspired by the poem by Rudyard Kipling by the same name. And it every week we take an old proverb or saying and break it down to see what we can learn from it. I am your host, Patrick Payne, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Stevens. Andrew, how are you, man? Hey, I'm doing all right. How are you? Um, doing okay. Yeah, not, can't complain. Pretty good. Uh, yeah. Another week, another good, another good proverb. Yeah, yeah. I think this is one of the ones that you had selected, um, which is one that I don't think I'd heard before, but it, uh, um, it's an interesting one and seems fairly self-explanatory, but I think we've, we've got, I'd like to dig into it a little bit. You want to you wanna lay it on us? Yeah, sure. Um, it's, it's another one that's a little more recent than some of the other ones we've had that are rather ancient. Um, it's, um, well, let me... <laughs> Let me pull up. I want to get the, the wording exact here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one's by originally coined by Ralph Waldo Emerson. And I think we've we've come across something by him before or at least um, related to him. Yeah. yeah. I seem to recall yeah, that. Um, so it's, in skating over thin ice, our safety is our speed. Mm. Um, and... I just thought I came across it. I have this uh, dictionary of of American proverbs and came mm-hmm. across that one. That sounded kind of cool. We don't I think we, we haven't run into something that kind of theme before, that kind of uh, imagery before. So yeah, that was unique. Um, yeah. So uh, did did you have uh, any initial thoughts when I when I sent that one over? Yeah, so you sent a couple over that we were talking about earlier, and I, I like this one. I thought that was it was uh, it was cool, and it reminded me of a couple a couple things I'd kind of learned throughout my life from business and stuff that we can kind of dig into. So I, I was curious to see what you thought of that, um, and then the uh, the research that I had done on it um, was again I found that it was Emerson, and uh, basically what, what what was it? Yeah, just. I don't think I got a specific date. Did you just 19th century sometime? Yeah. I, um, um, I might, as we're talking, I might be able to dig up um, the, which of his writings that that was included in, which of the mm-hmm. essays. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was um, just, I don't think I found a, a date with it. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So uh, initially first thing that comes to mind to me is uh, obviously there's some pretty, uh, interesting imagery here. You're skating on thin ice, right? <laughs> uh, so obviously there's some danger there and you, when it, it says, when you're doing that, you obviously want to move quickly. Seems very obvious, but there's could be some, ac- a lot of applicability to or towards everyday life. Uh, so, uh, for me, it comes, uh, in, initially brings up just kind of speed and decisiveness, like the speed mm-hmm. of action and decisiveness is kind of what comes to mind for me f- at first. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and just uh, as a note here, uh, it was in his essay Prudence from okay. 1841. 1841. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought of that too. Um, also what, what came to mind for me right away was like, 
you know, like, and, and I think this, this phrase, this metaphor, like, oh, you're, you're skating on thin ice, you know, just saying you're, you're, you're pushing the limits, right. And something mm-hmm. your, your mom might say to you or something. I think you know, that really came into the, into the American lexicon through this, um, through, through Emerson. Uh, really? As, as, from, from what I saw. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. kind of, that's kind of interesting, but I thought of it in the sense of, you know, getting scolded or, or kind of putting your foot in your mouth. Right. <laughs> that, uh, that, that feeling of panic that comes on, like you, uh, you said the wrong thing to your wife or something and you're just kind of, oh, okay, how do I, how do I salvage this? And you just feel like, okay, speed, let's, let's move on to something. <laughs> just got to get onto something else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> got to get through. So I just thought, yeah, that, uh, that was the first thing that came to mind for me with this one. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. And, uh, bringing up the thin ice in general is, uh, is kind of interesting because when we think of, uh, you know, thin ice, like you said, you're on in trouble, but the way he words it is kind of like, he doesn't say when you're on thin ice, get off Yeah. or, 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 or don't get on thin ice. He says, you know, so, so maybe there's some implication that you might have to go do something risky or do something at some point. And if you do, the last thing you want to do is be hesitant and, yeah kind of, uh, should I be doing this or should I either, either do it and get across quickly or don't do it at all. It's kind of what it yeah. seems like to me. Yeah. It's, um, it, uh, another thing it reminded me of was, um, when it comes to, to decisive action stuff, you, uh, you may not, you may not know this to look at me, but in high school I was a pole vaulter. <laughs> hey, um, cool. and, uh, and that is a sport that very much, requires decisiveness um you're sprinting as fast as you can you know you're sprinting as fast as you can as a at a brick wall essentially you're putting that pole right into a hole like right in line with you and you you need to so you got it you need to you need that speed to be able to pop up up and over if you don't have that speed it's it's worse than than going slower right I, i Going going slower is worse than going faster, but you but you need to commit. Sure. If you go fast and you don't commit, then you're really in trouble. And so, um, it just it, it takes a lot of nerve to to put that stuff together, and so that that that's something that I was thinking of. <clears throat> yeah, commitment. Um, yeah, I think that's a perfect example. I had a um, I had a boss at a, at a job a while back, and he used to like to say, "If we're gonna fail, fail fast." You know, he's like, like, if we're going to try something, because he he was a creative guy, he liked to try different things and putting out different products in the market. And he's like, but if we're going to do it, if it's not working, we need to pivot quick and move move to another direction. So that that's kind of what um, came to mind for me as well. Is this concept mm-hmm. of if you're going to try something, you you commit, you go for it, and move quickly. And uh, if it's not working, then at least you're hopefully <laughs> over the thin ice. So you, by the time you you uh, can try something new, yeah. And it's interesting you, that you mentioned that, that he was a creative guy because that's another thing um, <clears throat> that I think this applies to is is the creative process and um, like being artistically risky, um, you know, being an avant avant garde artist. Like it's a big um, a, a big feature of that is taking that risk and. and getting out on, on that ice and you got, you got to commit, you got to move fast with it. You got to move, um, without hesitation and, and you might fail colossally like yeah. so many artists 
do or attempted artists do. Uh, but so do people who, who hesitate and, and miss a wave or misleading, misleading a movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And decisiveness is huge in leadership uh, too. I mean, sometimes it's better to be decisive and um, confident, even in a decision that may not be the best decision versus hemming and hawing and trying to find the perfect decision. You know, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, I, I was never uh, in the military active duty, but I, I was uh, considering going down that path and I did some some ROTC in college thinking I would go in and be an officer. So I don't know if I've told you about this before. Um, yeah. So I did a year of ROTC and, um, and so uh, they were training us to be officers, what they were doing while we were in college. And so we'd march and we'd do these things. And, and I was in charge of this little squad at one time and I had all these instructors around me just like yelling in my face right? and they're mm-hmm. trying to, you know, uh, simulate the stress and, and all these things and everyone's watching you and, and you're in charge of everyone's under your command and you're telling them to do. And I couldn't remember which way to go or what to, how to do something. And I'm just like, oh, geez. And so I asked one of the, one of the commanders, you know, and that was a big mistake asking him, you're not supposed to do that, I guess. And I asked him, which way should I go? And he's like, I don't know, which way should you go? You know, kind of thing. And I'm like, <laughs> oh crap. And so, um, I was like, I remembered hearing something about when, from one of the classes, from one of the captains or something, one of the, like, you know, not one of the other students, but one, like one of the adult, uh, professors who's teaching at the college, you know, and, and um, and he talked about decisiveness. And so I was just like, all right, we're going left. This is what we're doing. And he was just like, are you sure that's the right decision? Are you sure? And I, he was like, you know, like an inch from my face, like screaming at me. Right. <laughs> and I was just like, nope, I don't know if it's the right decision, but it's a decision I made. Let's go. And they were all just like, all right. And that was, I guess that was the right, the right thing to do. And I don't even know if it ended up being the perfect way to go or not, but they yeah. never said a word to me about it afterwards. It was just like, okay, he's in charge. He made the decision and he's sticking with it. And then that was that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that is a valuable quality in leaders. Like just you, you make, you make the decision, especially, you know, when there's a time crunch, when there's, when there's a lot on the line, you make that decisive action, that, that decision right then. And then either it pans out or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, you're at the next crossroads where you got to make that another decision and, and with, with some luck and maybe some learning from, from what's been going on, you can get right on the right path. But um, yeah, it's, that's essential. That's, that's a cool lesson that you're able to, to learn there. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, did you ever see the, there was that mini series band of brothers. Did you ever see that? Yeah. 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 That's a great one. And there was that one commander. I remember that all the, all the men hated because not because he made bad decisions because he wouldn't make decisions. Yeah. He was so, you know, and uh, it was just like, they were, he, he was potentially getting people killed because he just wouldn't commit. It's like, Oh, maybe we'll go around the side. Maybe we'll go here. Maybe we'll, you know, pretend like we're doing this. It's like, you just need to do something buddy, you know? And so then as soon as he was relieved of his command and someone came in who was decisive, then the mission worked because he was like, all right, forget all this. We're just going to do it. Yeah. And, um, all right, let me, let me ask you something then. Something we, I don't know that we've really talked about specifically with this one. We've been talking a lot about the speed, uh, but what about the safety part? Um, you know, our safety is in our speed. Why is that like the safe, why is that this, the, the thing that that's, he's focusing on here? Um, I think it's kind of an interesting choice to say that that's where the safety is, not mm-hmm. where success is or mm. things like that. Right. What do you think? Yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't even picked up on that specific part of it, but, um, 
I think it's probably because obviously the longer you stand on a weak spot of ice, the the more time the ice has to crack and you fall in. So if you're going over someplace weak, get across it quickly before it has time to, to break. So, um, the, the, the lesson we can learn from there is if there's some, some, you know, whatever kind of reaction there could be that could be negative. If you can get through a risky spot quickly, there's less time for something bad to happen to you. That's kind of what I'm thinking. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think maybe I'm just, maybe I'm, I'm searching for too much in this, this metaphor since it's from a, a literary figure. Mm-hmm. Um, cause yeah, in the literal sense, we're talking about skating. And so it makes sense that we're talking about <laughs> safety of not falling through ice into mm-hmm. frigid water, but, um, no, what else? Yeah. That? And a lot, in a lot of these other applications, you know, like, like I mentioned with the pole vaulting, like it's the safer thing to commit. It's the safer thing to, to go fast and, and, and jump at the right time than it is to, than it is to go slow. Yeah, for sure. So another, another, uh, thing, like the, uh, the decisive, decisive action is not really my forte. Okay. Um, and you know, it might not be a lot of people's, it might not be, especially kids and stuff. Like, do you think it's something that can be cultivated? Uh, is it just something you're born with or is it something you think you can teach, um, something you teach your kids? Like, what do you, what's your experience there? Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think of, of course there's going to be some natural inclination. Some people are going to be more naturally inclined to be decisive and some people are mm-hmm. going to be less so. Yeah. Um, I can be decisive to a fault sometimes, <laughs> I think when I will just decide on something without doing a lot of research or, you know, I'm like my gut's telling me this, we're doing it, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas, uh, my wife is the opposite way. Um, and so. But yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's it was. Um, I think you can definitely cultivate a sense of decisiveness. You can learn how to be um, confident in your decision, and I think it. Well, I think confidence is the key. When you have confidence, then once you've made your decision, you can feel good that you're you're going. You're just going with it, you know. Unless there's some yeah. new evidence that comes up or new information that shows you, hey, maybe this isn't it. If you don't have any new information, it's just you second guessing yourself. Once that the, the line in the sand has been crossed and you're, you're just, you've decided then, then you're on. Um, but I think having a lack of confidence can hurt because mm-hmm. you, you will second guess yourself more and you'll try to think, you know, maybe I, maybe I picked wrong and that can be, that could be a common thing. Yeah. So maybe the better question is how to, how to gain that confidence. <laughs> I mean, how do you, how do you get to the point where you're confident enough in yourself to know that you can, you can move forward with decisions. I think, I think one approach is, is starting small. Um, so easy decisions, low stakes, and then, uh, can, you can realize the, the world doesn't end if you made the wrong one or, or you get that nice boost if you made the right one. Yeah. That's, that's one place people can start. I like the, the, the world won't end if you make a wrong decision. The oftentimes that just comes with life experiences but when you have some and you've made wrong decisions, even if it was a disaster, usually if you look back two, three years, five years, whatever, and you're like, okay, well, yeah, that was a disaster, but here I am, I'm still here. Yeah. So it, it can it can help you be like, all right, well, even if I screw up, what's the worst that can happen? And so having that uh, almost, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of a, 
a fatalistic sense of, you know, okay, it could fail, but so what, you know, right. what difference does it make? And so might cause me some pr problems, but I can get through them and then, and then we'll move on. But if I make a right decision, it's going to be great. So either way, I think this is the best one based on the information I have. Let's go and let's do it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to also bring up uh, a point that I just thought of. Um, I just remembered is the concept of momentum. Mm -hmm. Because when you're, when you're, you know, you're, if you're literally skating across the ice, uh, stopping is dangerous because you're, you're in one spot, but also it's slower to get going again, right? Because you, yeah. you stopped all your momentum. And I think momentum is a real thing in so many areas of life. If you're, you know, small habits that create like a, a routine and you have this momentum, whether it be a positive habit that's making your life better and making you stronger or a very negative habit that's, that's hurting you in some way, that momentum uphill, downhill, whatever can be really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also I think gaining that momentum, uh, you know, as, as part of this metaphor, you, you don't start out on thin ice, right? Like mm -hmm. presumably you're out, you're out skating on, on the pond and, uh, you think it's all pretty solid. You start out in a solid spot and then you come across it when you have that momentum, you know, you're not starting from scratch. You're not starting in the risky place. You, you've got a foundation that you're, that you're working from. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I, I worked with a guy, um, years ago, one of the, um, working in sales and one of the, he was one of the best salesmen I ever saw. And, uh, he would always win these like sales spiffs, you know, they'd have these little awards for the top salesman and he was the top salesman every year, every month, every mm -hmm. quarter, every year. And, uh, they'd give him new things and they'd give him a bonus. They'd give him this. And sometimes they'd give him a trip. Like you'd get a trip to like, you know, Tahiti or something for, yeah. for with him and his wife. And he told me one time, he's like, I don't even like to go. He's like, I hate these things. I wish they'd just give me some money that I could save it. I was like, yeah. why? You don't like to take a trip with your wife? He's like, it kills my momentum. He's like, I'm in a groove. If I take a week off or do something and just hang out on a beach, he's like, it kills my momentum. I come back and then I'm like starting, I feel like I'm starting completely from scratch. And it was interesting that he told me told me that uh, because I, I knew the reason he was so successful is because how hard he worked. And yeah. I always wondered how he was able to, outwork everybody, you know, cause everyone says, Oh, I'm going to work real hard. And then most of us don't, you know, but he did. And, um, I think he really understood momentum. He really understood that once you're going, you know, if don't stop unless you're, unless you're done, because, uh, it's really hard to get going again. And he was just like, you know, I'm just going to do this. And I think his goal was just to work real hard for a while and then retire because mm -hmm. retire early because he was like, I don't, I don't. And he didn't want to, he didn't want to take his eyes off that goal. He wanted to, to work as hard as he could to get there. Well, yeah, I, I can relate to that. I think, uh, it's nice that, 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 a, a guy who hustles has that, that thought. Cause I have that too. When I come up back from a vacation, it's hard to get rolling again. Yeah. And a lot of people are recharged after a vacation, ready to hit, hit the ground running at work the next, the next week. But yeah, it's, um, uh, once that ball get that ball stops, it's hard to get it picked up again, get it rolling again. <clears throat> Yeah, maybe it's really just for, for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about, I mean, uh, might spark some other ideas, but let's talk about our, our inverse here. Um, while we're thinking about it, uh, yeah. the, we've got the, the gods of the, the copybook headings are from the poem, the, um, 
the ancient wisdom, the the thing, the tried and true proverbs and, and way of doing things, and we've got the gods of the the market, uh, the marketplace, which are the the trends, the the uh, the fads, and and things that run contrary to these. So, when it comes to skating on thin ice, is our speed is is our safety in our speed? Um, is that a lesson that that our society more broadly holds right now, or is it uh, is it a is delaying and and hesitating? Is that is that something that's viewed more uh, favorably? Man, that's a great question. I don't know if I know the answer to that. I'm trying to think of what uh, society is telling us because we get a lot of messages from from various places, and there are there are certain definitely certain trends that society kind of pushes. I'm trying to think if it's more if they if this is something that's you know common or if it's pushed against. Um, I know that often t- there's a lot of talk of people like you know with making sure you take care of yourself, this like self care and just mm-hmm. take breaks and do these sorts of things. And I think maybe sometimes that can be pushed too far where they don't tell you, hey, yeah, you yeah take a break if you need one, but understand you lose your, you do lose your momentum. You know, if you were working really hard on something and getting, making progress, if you just are like, I'm, I'm burnt out. I need a, I need a very long break. Then that can, that can be detrimental sometimes. And I feel like they don't mention that part a lot or either because they don't know because they've never been there or they've never had that momentum working hard or never been in the zone. Yeah. Never been in the zone or they're, 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 you know, telling something that isn't true. I don't, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, the thing that that came to mind for me was, you know, like the the stages of life kind of thing. Like what what requirements you have at this stage to be able to move on to the next one, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and and a big one is with getting married and having kids. Um, well, don't get don't get married until you've known the person for ten years or something, right? Like. Mm. Don't, uh, don't have kids until you make this much money or things like that, which, you know, on top of everything else, you know, economically and stuff, it just really stretches out, um, and people's, or I guess delays things far longer than they need to be and really crunches people's timelines once, once they decide, oh, I guess I'm there. I guess I'm at that spot. Um, you know, I'm, I'm. I can't really speak there because I, I was a bit of a delayer there myself. But you know, I had a lot of friends who did just jump in, married young, had kids, and um, and and struggled for a while at first, maybe uh, when they were still in college having kids. Uh, but I think in the long run, it it worked out for them. Um, so that that's that's one thing that came to mind for me is the de- delaying lots of life because it's too risky, right? That's a fantastic example. And I hadn't even thought about that, but yeah, you're, you're hundred percent right. That's very much a, the, a market, a God of the marketplace that tells us, you know, wait and do everything and make sure everything is all your ducks in a row before you do anything. And uh, I I don't know if it's out of abundance of caution or fear or or whatever, but yeah, it's terrible advice. I mean, there are people who got married later in life and, and did fine and there's nothing you know necessarily wrong with that unless you're intentionally doing that because of some stupid reason. Like you, you feel yeah. like you need a pro- promotion first and you're intentionally delaying getting married. You have someone you love. It's like, what are you, what are you waiting for? Like, this is so dumb. It used to be, you know, 
that uh, people would, you know, couples would get married in college and, and, you know, well, one or both of them were still in school. And then it seems like that now it seems like, well, you can't do that. You can't marry, get married till you're done with school. And I was yeah. still had like a year left when, when I got married and it worked out just fine. Like, it was, yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know, I don't know what the deal is. When you have two, two, uh, two poor single people get married, you just have two poor married people. And it's, yeah. it's kind of, it's, it's not <laughs> that, that much the difference. Right? I thought it was actually helpful. She was there to yeah. like, you know, help me out and be there to, yeah, there's, there's structure me. there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. We could cook each other meals. We could support each other. She even helped me with my homework and stuff. You know, sometimes she'd be like, sit yeah. down. She's like, oh yeah, yeah, I know this. And she, you know, so I was like, I don't know why I didn't do this sooner. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think that was a great example. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that kind of we see a ton of you know just arrested development with young people that that don't want to don't want to get going on life, and mm-hmm. uh, either they're afraid or they don't know what to do or or they're or they're too hesitant. It, it's yeah. funny because I was the more hesitant one about getting married when my wife and I were dating seriously. She was mm-hmm. the more decisive one. That's like I could tell she was ready before I was, and she was wanting it to happen. Which is odd because we're exactly the that the opposite in most other areas of life. Right. Like I right. used to te- I used to tease her for how long it takes her to order something if we're like going through a drive through because there'd be like four <laughs> cars backed up behind us. I'm like <laughs> she'd be like looking at everything on the menu. I'm like just pick some. It doesn't matter, you know. <laughs> um, but she was she went on the big decision. She she was had a very clear head. She knew what she was she knew what she was doing. She knew what she, which direction she was going, and and it took me a, a while to come around. But but um, but yeah, I think it's it's been, you know, being decisive, making those decisions. And, and we didn't wait very long to have kids either. We started having kids and, and it hasn't, you know, it's been a nothing but a blessing to have, to mm-hmm. make those decisions of things that, you know, you want. It's not like yeah. we weren't sure if we ever wanted to get married or ever have kids. It's just, well, should we wait a year? Should we wait? And then we were kind of just like, well, what are, what are we waiting for? Like, let's just move on with our lives and get, get going. You know, life, is, <laughs> life doesn't last yeah. forever. Let's just get cracking. So I've uh, been, it's been a blessing. I'm glad, I'm glad to, to hear your experience with that. Um, I'm guess, I guess another, another place where, I don't know if this, does, if this doesn't relate at all, we have to cut it out. <laughs> Thinking like when, when, uh, when there's a big restaurant that opened up around here, big fast food place, uh, from out of state, mm-hmm. um, as, as happens a lot in Utah, they get, uh, very popular. And when they were staffing it up that so many, they're going to have so many applicants that they. I think they made like a, at least two years of college, like a minimum requirement What to work at a fast food place. Cause they just wanted to weed out yeah. applications. Right. And just, um, I mean, really you need a, an associate's degree to, to flip burgers. Like, yeah. so just, just like kind of the, the credentialism that, that happens that a job that used to, used to be able to do out of high school. Now you need a master's degree for, you know, that's crazy. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I think that's that's a good example too of just kind of like this credentialism that's kind of come out. It seems like society does put roadblocks in in people's way to to get things done, whether it be yeah. a a license or a certificate or a, I mean, you need a you need a license from the state to like be a beautician to like cut yeah. people's hair, right? Yeah. Which I think is insane. Like it's like you know, what's the worst that can happen? You get a bad haircut. I just don't. I mean, you know which end the the or the pointy ends on the scissors and not poke them. Well. I mean, I I really can't yeah. think of what that is all about, other than just some kind of you know government scheme or racket. I don't know what's going on with that, but yeah, it seems like there's a lot of things like that that just 
how to put speed bumps in your way. If you're trying to mm-hmm. start a business or you're trying to do something that society does kind of put a lot of things to slow you down. Yeah. The, the, uh, it's, it's, a uh, it's, it's like the hob, a hobbit mentality, right? Where, uh, from the hobbit, Lord of the Rings, you've got, uh-huh. uh, what Bilbo, he's what, like 50 before he goes out on his adventure, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Like, and he's, the hobbits do take their time. That's they do true. take their time. Yeah, <laughs> they get, they have a little. It seems like they have a little more time than than, than the humans. But yeah, to, I don't to know. Work with <laughs> I don't know if they just have like uh, really fertile <clears throat> farmland or something, and everything's just grow real easy. But their lives just seem super chill. They don't seem yeah. like they have to work or hard. <laughs> nothing's hard scrabble in the Shire, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, well, I guess we're almost out of time. So yeah, that's that's the lesson there. Don't be don't be a don't be a hobbit. Um, <laughs> Get cracking with life. Don't be 50 before you have an adventure. Uh, and uh, especially in uh, risky situations. If you're going on a risky situation, commit. Commit fully. Stick the pole vault in the ground and and jump. Yeah. As my coach would say, grip it and rip it. Grip it and rip it. <laughs> I like it. All right. Any last words for us before we uh, shut, uh, close it down? Yeah, let's. Uh, um, you know, we, we're we're trying to 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 branch out in in social media and stuff. So. So check us out on on Twitter, uh, Copybook Heading Podcast, um, Copybook Headings Podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, I think we're on Instagram and Facebook as well. Same, and then uh, we've we've we're on Substack uh, currently. We're gonna um, so Copybook Headings Podcast. Look us up on Substack. You can subscribe. We've got some bonus articles. Talk going a little deeper into to like the, the history of, of some of these proverbs and uh, we'll be doing some more of that in the future. So check us out on Substack. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Copybook Headings Podcast on Instagram. I think Twitter, we're just Copybook Podcast. I think it's short. Okay, yeah. cool. And uh, yeah, but check us out on, on Substack. That's brand new. We'll be doing some articles and some, some various things. So yeah, thanks everyone for listening and uh, we will see you guys next week. All right, we'll see you. See ya. There are only four things certain since social progress began, that the dog returns to his vomit, and the sow returns to her mire, and the burnt fool's bandaged finger goes wobbling back to the fire, and that after this is accomplished, and the brave new world begins, when all men are paid for existing, and no man must pay for his sins, as surely as water will wet us, as surely as fire will burn, the gods of the copybook idiots with terror and slaughter.